1: a theme park this the only podcast that dares ask the question what if we theme parked ourselves my name is scott corelli and with me i have kyle crane hello and brian green
0: my my park is going to be a very confusing place to be um, it's <laughs> just cgi cats everywhere and... <laughs> oh
2: boy <laughs> hey don't give anything away <laughs> <laughs> hey I z- so, did, did
0: you put CGI cats in my park
2: <laughs> look all I'm saying is I haven't uploaded my notes yet so I don't know how you saw this but anyway
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you probably saw this pop up in your feed and if you are a regular listener of, your, of the show you are probably very upset right now um, and uh, that is because this is our series finale um, and Basically, the reason is we've been talking about this behind the scenes. And when we did the first season of the show, you never really found an audience. Um, well, our numbers are very low. And we love all of you who have listened, and all of you who listen really love the show. And that's amazing. Um, but in general, you know, we have struggled to find an audience for the show. And we thought, well, we'll take a break, we'll come back, we'll do season two. And if the numbers don't improve, we're probably going to just wrap it up. Mm-hmm. So we did season two. The numbers didn't really improve. No one else <laughs> knew, tried the show. And part of it is like, I think it's a very difficult, this whole like theme park fan culture thing. There's like, it's really hard to like break into it at this point. Right. Um, I think that, that people have the things that they like and they aren't really trying a lot of new things. And I think that there's, a thing with the concept of our show that I think some people find really fun and other people hear the concept of it and they're like, Oh, that's a really cool concept for something that I would do, but I don't care about what you guys have to say
3: about this thing. Right. <laughs> you know, this
1: sort of like armchair imagineering. And I totally understand that perspective. And I think in retrospect, the idea of doing this armchair imagineering, this was really fun. I love doing this show with you guys. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's
0: a blast.
1: Yeah. Um, but I think that the audience just isn't here for this. This isn't what they what they wanted. And maybe, maybe the show, this concept of the show would have worked better as like a YouTube essay kind of style show where we had like concept art, like visuals and things right. for the things that we're talking about. Um, maybe would have we would have had more uh, success there. But I don't think any of us are artists, and I don't think we have the budget to pay artists to do those kinds of things. <laughs> so you know that that idea is dead in the water we have a budget yeah right <laughs> um so unfortunately this is our series finale we absolutely love doing the show so much uh but the audience just never really showed up for it and for all of you who are listening to this right now you guys are the best ever um i can't believe that you listened to us yammer on for <laughs> like 50 plus episodes how many episodes <laughs> of the show have we done
0: we, we, um, we have a lot if especially if you include the re-themes we we yeah did a bunch, yeah
1: I mean, really, truly, just amazing, and I'm so thankful to everyone who listened to this show same thanks um, everybody, yeah. yeah, it's just been you know it's it's tough to make time for for this show, um you know, our lives each have gotten very busy mm-hmm. um, and you know when the listenership is as low as it is, despite how dedicated it is, um when it is this low, it is very hard to justify keeping something like this going, that does take a lot of work, um, to put in, you know, from your perspective, it, it's probably sounds like, oh yeah, like I just hang out with them and they just like riff and whatever. But like, (laughs) we put a lot of work into like (laughs) researching what we're doing and, and, and like thoughts into like what we're doing. Um, and, uh, it's been a lot of, it was a lot, it's been a lot of work and, um, you know, it's, it's too time consuming based on who we're doing it for it's mm-hmm. like way too much work i think <laughs> um and i and i love you guys and and i'm i'm so happy to have done the show for as long as we have but um ultimately we do have to hang up our imagineering hat do they wear hats uh i don't know so, well yeah um, hard, hats, hard hats when they're out there
2: yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah
1: um Final thoughts uh, from you guys, Kyle.
3: Final thoughts from
2: you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't know if you mentioned this or not, but you you launch a podcast in one environment and then you actually take it through the next one. And when Scott, when you originally approached me to do this show. Um, it was 2019, I believe, Mm -hmm. uh, like late or mid 2019, we were planning it and the, the future was bright, you know, (laughs) we had no idea there'd be a global pandemic or anything like that. We were talking about actually like doing multiple trips, uh, with our, you know, the three of us together and, uh, recording stuff and having like a YouTube component. And then COVID happened and, uh, it didn't just shut all of that down. Theme parks were closed for like the first half of this show being, being out there. Um, but then, you know, like our lives also changed because of that. And they have changed over the course of recording the show. And I think, like you said, going forward, we're, um, I mean, I'm like just about to be 43 and life priorities are much different than they were when I was like 39 or whatever or (laughs) uh, 40, we were talking about this. So, um, but I, I want to say that we have gotten a lot of feedback from people who have listened to the show. I think we took a little bit of a hiatus and somebody asked us if we had, if the show was over at that point and they were really upset about it. And it was, I was like, Oh my God, somebody's actually listening to the show. Um, you know, and it's, it, I, we knew that there were people listening to it out there, but to actually get that feedback on it, that some, that people were out there enjoying it really did help us push through and, and, you know, and, but uh, again, I would say push through, but I have always had a fun time hanging out with you guys and talking about this stuff. Um, like Scott was saying, there's actually a lot of prep work that goes into this. And I think, uh, we all got to a point where it was kind of like, uh, the, the time that was spent doing the prep work for, it was just kind of like, uh, we needed to be doing other things with that time. Right. So yeah. Uh, i I hate to see the show end and go away, but at the same time, like worse, the three of us are still gonna be buddies, you know, yeah. so uh that that part's cool and uh you know, I really am very appreciative of everybody out there that's uh that's enjoyed the show, so yeah that's that's my closing thoughts on it. Mm-hmm.
0: Brian? yeah we have a lot of diehards that i just i i appreciate y'all so much every time i would see a, a you know, tweet come in from you guys you saying oh i i love this thing that you said about yeah you know, i love your ride uh pitch for this thing and i'd be like oh my goodness i i need to go back and listen to the episode because we recorded that four months ago and <laughs> yeah. I, I i it was but it was always so exciting seeing those tweets come in those excited tweets come in on episode day uh because it it kind of blew my mind hearing. Oh wait, people are listening to her episode. People are listening to her episode on their way to work the day it was released, and that's always so exciting mm-hmm. for me. Because I'm that nerd that listens to podcasts on the day that they're released, and I I tweet at the creators on like as soon as <laughs> I possibly can. That's and that's how we're friends, Brian. Yes, it is. That's how Scott <laughs> and I got to know each other. And uh, yeah. it's you know I I I love seeing people passionate about the things that that I'm doing being as passionate as I am. And like, I I've gotten, I've even gotten messages and tweets from people going, please tell me if I'm crossing a line, I'm being weird. I'm like, no, I fucking love this. <laughs> like, I'm so excited uh, <laughs> that people are being so fanatical. And so uh, thank you everybody uh, for, for joining on us, us on this ride. Cause it, it was a blast. I had a great, I've had a great time making this, making this show. Yeah. And I,
1: I vow at 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 some point, you know, this world that we're in currently will will be a thing of the past. <sighs> Hopefully this isn't just like a forever like an eternity. <laughs> um uh you know, I'm I'm hoping like the 3 years of a of a pandemic is is the, you know, the historically that is typical is 3 years. So I'm hoping that that stands true um with with the coronavirus and you know, in a couple of years time, I, I want to get together with these two knuckleheads at Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, totally. So badly, regardless of having a theme park podcast or not. <laughs> um, I want to hang out with these guys at at, at Disney World. So um, that'll happen regardless. It's going to happen. happen. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, yeah. look, eventually this thing's going to be endemic and uh, JPEG will be booted out by the shareholders and we can yep. all enjoy a theme park together. So oh,
1: God, can you imagine? <laughs> oh, TikTok, tock, <laughs> <JPEG. laughs> Beautiful. Um, okay. So without further ado, theme park, this was a podcast about creating the theme park of our dreams based on any subject concept or IP possible. Each episode included a park made up of restaurants, mid tier attractions, and e-ticket rides using nothing but our imagination. Today in our series finale, we will be working together to create a theme park based on our own podcast. Um, what better way? yeah to to do to to send this show off to make a theme park based on the show
0: itself, you know Carly Weisel once said that our show was very high concept and uh uh-huh. this is uh, uh, this is a perfect example of that <laughs>
1: yeah. okay, so we are making a theme park this theme park um which i don 't know what 's the name of this is a theme park this world theme park this land
0: theme park this park. <laughs>
2: The theme park, this experience, starring Brian Green.
0: <laughs> uh, the theme park, this resorts, uh, because you know, yes. we have to think about the hotels and you yeah. know, the oh, water slides yes. and, and of course. things like that,
1: where everyone is woken up to uh, our the, to our theme song. That's like the <laughs> alarm clock in everyone's bedroom, everyone's hotel room. Uh, oh, I love it. Yeah. Okay. So what is, uh, you know, we start where we always start, which is our entrance hub. What is the entrance hub to our theme park?
2: So I'm wondering, should it be like a giant like Zoom or Zencaster window someone has to walk through <laughs> with maybe a huge microphone in front of it?
3: Oh, no. Like a fountain,
2: a microphone that's a fountain.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like the idea of, of there being like a, um, like our partner's statue is like the three of us at three separate desks facing like with our back to each other but we're like it's just it's like a it's like a three there's like three statues with their back to each other like in like a triangle
0: you know Uh my my desk is just an utter mess like fidget toys everywhere and like yeah
2: (laughs) a constantly changing screen behind brian for those of who (laughs) got a green screen behind him that's always changing Uh yeah
0: yeah Perfect.
2: And my camera's turned off, so that's how it works. Now. Scott's <laughs> in the closet,
0: yeah, with a cat landing <laughs> on his head.
1: Yep. yep, these are
2: things that happen, folks. <laughs> yeah.
1: Indeed, or 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 jumping from one side of my closet onto the other uh, behind <laughs> me <laughs> while I try to act like nothing crazy just <laughs> happened. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's good. Uh, but uh, yeah, what is what does our Main Street look like?
3: Do we think? Hmm. Oh. That's a really good question. I think everything should be I under have...
0: construction since we're we're constantly building things and creating things. Yeah. It's like okay. our main street has not been built because, you know, and maybe as you get further down the street, things start to get more and more constructed.
2: Okay. So at the opening, it's like, like when that. they put up those like um, almost like murals or like the screens in front of places that look like what's supposed to be behind it. Right. But it's just like all of that. Yeah. At the very yeah. beginning. It's like, imagine there's a building behind here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, and maybe it's, like, um, it's kind of, like, semi, like, with projection mapping, you could, like, projection map, um, like, sound waves onto the sides oh, of, yeah. of the buildings and, like, some kind of nighttime show, oh, you know? Oh, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Where it's, like, oh, yeah, because it could be, like, a blank slate. Blank, like, mm-hmm. almost like a blank city. And then the, the night show is, like, you don't know what episode you're going to get. That you're listening oh. to,
0: but then when you
1: hear it, it the projection mapping matches what we're talking about.
0: Oh, I love it. Oh, that's really cool. I just want to sit sit in the middle of Disneyland and listen to a podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's exciting.
1: Um, okay, cool. So one of the things that we did, um, obviously, we're going to be talking about. We're going to be doing some like best of stuff in this episode, where we sort of talk about some of our favorite stuff, and we'll definitely want to hear from you guys about some of your favorite restaurants and e-ticket rides and attractions and things but the first thing that we did was um we are all giving each other a gift of a themed land um and and so i created uh a land for kyle um, kyle land <laughs> uh and uh brian you did me yes i sure right? did uh-huh yes and then kyle did brian mm-hmm. um so, uh at, at at one point we were thinking about doing a secret santa and and this was what we were going to do for the secret santa uh-huh. um yeah. idea. But uh instead, we're just I'm just <laughs> stealing it right from the secret santa over <laughs> to this one. Um but uh okay, who wants to start with their the land that they built for? I can start someone off. Someone else. Okay. Yeah. So so tell us about my land, Brad. All
0: right, Scott. Uh my present to you. So we've spent you know, two the last two years now, uh, building parks based on other people's IP, uh, taking other people's ideas and, uh, like, let's make a ride out of this. And so today I wanted to make a ride or a park based on something that you've created. Uh, and that thing is Geek by Night.
3: Whoa! Uh,
0: and uh, so, Scott, first off, you want to tell the folks a little bit about Geek by Night.
1: Uh yeah, so so Geek by Night is a um uh, a scripted narrative podcast, an audio drama that I created in like 2007 originally. Wow. Um and then yeah, and then we we rebooted it in 2015. Um where we uh we brought a lot of the original actors back and just sort of like wrote it better. Um because <laughs> I wasn't like 22 years old. Um. And, uh, and, and so, um, that's the version that you can find anywhere you get your podcast. And it's about, um, a group of sort of, um, nerdy, nerd, nerd, geek, adjacent friends who run a comic book shop together and get superpowers. It's sort of like, uh, the vibes are kind of like Buffy adjacent, um, you know, uh, ignoring the fact that, um, Joss Whedon is a monster, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, those are the vibes, um, and, uh, you know, it's it's something that I'm very proud of, and we're working on the, speaking of series finales, we're working on, I'm literally writing the series finale right now. Wow, um, excellent. I have that, the, the script is up in a different tab right now. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, it's something that means a lot to me, and, uh, you know, if you haven't checked that out, I, I you know, please do. Um, I have never heard anyone listen to it that didn't like it. Um, it's the getting people to listen to it is the difficult part which is there's a th- a running theme with, <laughs> with <laughs> things that i do apparently um but uh but yeah um that's geek by night
0: yeah so uh, i'm a huge geek by night fan i've been listening for pro- i think i've been, i've been listening since the relaunch uh after i discovered you know I met you through uh back to the future minute and mm-hmm. i've just been a huge fan of this and i've been st- itching for more and more of it. And I know how hard you work on it. And so, and I'm just like getting impatient. I'm like, damn it, Scott, why are you at Disneyland today and not making geek by night? Um, uh so, i want. I uh, wanted to make this uh, this park for you because I think that this is a like this is something that could work really well in a theme park you know, superheroes, you know it's fun yeah uh so uh mine is going to be mckinney City of course, and uh you know uh vast you know skyscrapers you know as far as the eye can see um and mm-hmm. Uh, first off also I do you want to thank a uh, friend of the show Cass Fredrickson uh because they uh they consulted on a lot of these things I was uh asking questions being like okay it's been forever since I listened to these older episodes uh <laughs> and so I had to you know, make sure I was getting a lot of the the points correct and make sure my fan fiction I'm writing here uh was uh <laughs> was accurate You yeah, know, was uh, at least accurate That's... to the canon that already exists
1: the funny thing is that's what we that's what we use them for in the writer's room as well is like right. every time we're like, how about this? And they're like, "Um, that doesn't work because in this episode, this character
0: said this and did that. And we're like, oh, God okay. bless Cass. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Cass, has the most amazing memory. Cass is like the the one person among us that like actually has their shit together. And I love it. I, I love them <laughs> so much uh so uh in my in my park uh you're you're of course going to get to visit underdog comics um and the cool thing about this is that underdog comics is actually expanded um because they now have a like a, a, a gaming pub that you can go in you can have your, your you play your D. you can play uh your tabletop games and of course you can play the game
1: Oh,
0: good! And so you can get your uh, get your beverages uh, and sit down, and there are actually people employed by the park who will be your DM for you uh, through your uh, on your quest through the game. Incredible! Um, That's incredible. Uh,
1: for those of you who don't haven't listened to the show, the game is a tabletop RPG that the characters um, in the show create two of the characters created together when they were teenagers and the point of it was like we love the idea of D&D but we hate all of the rules and all of the math involved <laughs> and so they're like they just make up whatever they want and anyone can be any character one of the characters is Summer Roberts from the OC um when they play the game <laughs> um, and, and I so it just forgot about-, about that <laughs> Yeah, and so it's just like this really weird, random hodgepodge of a of a thing. I mean, it would be a total disaster to play in real life. So, good luck to all the executives in charge to, trying to actually make the
0: game a real game that anyone could actually play. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, I I'm going to lump those together as my 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 attraction and my my dining. Uh, I was I was mm-hmm. I was asking cast was like okay there's got to be some like recurring restaurant or something in the in in this right and they were like no there really isn't that's weird (laughs) (laughs)
1: there's a coffee shop that's 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 it which is called the bean bag that's right there Um, is yeah yeah and and uh it's it's a coffee shop and there's you sit in bean bags. I, I like I thought it made me laugh because the idea of drinking hot
0: coffee while trying to sit in a beanbag is <laughs> <That's> so awkward.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so awkward and so many people would get burned. The I only thing worse that than funny. that
0: would be inflatable furniture. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because then the hot coffee would melt through the inflatable furniture all and the air pop sp- while <laughs> you're sitting in Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh goodness. Uh so my for my e ticket ride though. Uh Underdog Comics is having a Meet the Underdogs event. Uh so you're uh you're you're going into uh Underdog Comics and as you're as you enter, uh you're you're handed um by by some person who looks like they're promoting something. I don't think they actually work for the event. Uh someone just hands hands everyone a uh, a beverage, an energy drink on your, on the way in. And uh, Scott just gave me a knowing look, but I'm going to save it for later. Uh, and uh, there are four, there are going to be four different flavors. We have cherry, lemonade, grape, or green apple. Um, the queue is going to snake through the aisles of the, uh, of the comic book shop. And uh, once you get to the, the end of that queue, uh, you're going to be ushered into a back room. Uh, there's going to be a table set up like a, like for a panel at a comic con with, you know, everyone's names on, on little tents uh, and then um the person i want most in a pre-show video uh naomi wong playing lorelei swift uh, is going uh-huh. to uh, uh come on a screen and uh, talk to us about uh, uh, to- uh talk to us and introduce us to um the underdogs and she's going to uh, as she's doing her intro and talking about who they are, she's going to notice the energy drinks that are in your hands, because those are catalyst energy drinks. Uh, Scott, can you tell tell us a little bit about those?
1: Yeah, so the way that um, uh, the origin process, like the way that people got superpowers in this world, is that it's a two-step process. There are these things called origin particles, which unlock um, uh, super abilities within your DNA, um, much like a, like a mutant. But um, in order for the origin particles to work, you have to drink a catalyst. Um, and so the two have to work in conjunction with each other in order for people to get superpowers. And what happens in the first episode is that um, someone, a mysterious person, has been selling energy drinks um, across the city, throughout the city. Uh, and these energy drinks turn out to be the catalyst and then an accident that isn't an accident someone did this on purpose um releases origin particles into the air of McKinney City giving anyone who uh drank the catalyst energy drink superpowers and so there's a lot
0: of people with superpowers running around the city as a result mm-hmm. so uh Lorelei swift will notice that you know everyone has had the catalyst and uh, you'll hear uh, you'll, you'll you'll hear an explosion in the, like just, far off distance and she's going to realize what is going on and she's going to take you down to into her underground bunker that is uh that extends from swift industries uh to under underdog comics she's gonna take you down underground uh in the seats that you're currently sitting in i think the, the entire room will just descend because you know nice. that's, that's what she's had what she's done uh and then she's gonna take you into swift industries into the lab for some some tests to see if like, Oh, did you get powers? Um, mm. and so we're going to have uh, four different powers here. Uh, each person is going to get into a, uh, into a trackless ride vehicle that will correspond to the color energy drink they had. So you have, ch- you have the cherry lemonade, grape or green apple. Uh, cherry is going to be fire powers. I'm thinking, uh, mm. lemonade is going to be electricity. Uh, grape is going to be uh mine, like uh, uh, telekinetic powers. And okay. I, I, and then green apple, I was thinking poison of some sort. I'm not quite sure exactly what, but i I mean okay, but feel free to feel free to jump in if you have any thoughts.
1: yeah, I don't know um man, uh, yeah, a poison or something like that that makes sense like um like like uh like a like a mist, like a poison mist okay or something.
0: corrosion yeah, so uh, corrosion, a lot of a lot yeah. of the superpowers in Geek by Night are not like really. Are are, are are can be very different from a lot of superheroes right like like i think yeah. so there are a lot a lot of like there's one person who uh she like people just forget who she is and as soon as they're not looking at yeah, her, as soon yeah. as you turn around you you don't know who she is and uh so a lot so they're they're very different so like a, a very different from a, a typical superhero's powers uh so i wanted to but i did want to like find something that was like visible and something that you could experience in this moment you know like in these moments yeah yeah uh so uh <clears throat> you're gonna be taken through testing labs you're gonna test all the, uh and all four of the ride vehicles are moving together uh even like in, in the same space even though they are not connected to each other um mm-hmm. oh, but you're taken through the the testing facilities it's gonna be sort of like uh spider-man web slingers but you know more fun (laughs) and uh it is going to track your body movements and uh and all that i'm thinking we're going to use projection effects like they use in uh uh what's the the haunted mansion replacement uh the trackless one that's in uh is it mystic Manor, mystic yes and so like where they have like sort of uh the projection (laughs) effects that are going over uh what's the word i'm looking for like something that's translucent in front of the the scene um, oh yeah, sort of like a netting almost, like a very fine yeah, yeah, yeah. mesh the screen. Yeah, and um, yeah, and so we project onto those to project your fire powers or uh, or oh, things like that. Um, yeah. And so you're going through these different testing labs. Uh, when suddenly, uh, you are forced to encounter our villain. And I don't want to. I'm not going to say the villain's name because uh, it's a. I, I don't want to give it things away too much if yeah sure because i'm hoping at this point i'm hoping by now you're like oh i think i want to check out this geek by night i don't want to spoil any of the late episodes (laughs) the things for you uh but you have to take on this villain uh that has powers of their own and Uh so that is that is my ride for geek by night that's a lot of fun
1: how how are you um where 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 would you incorporate the underdogs themselves
0: into? The, I think they come the in world. at the end to uh, to to assist you, and they. Uh, oh, okay. The, uh, I think we'll we'll have them in through projections, probably. Okay, cool.
1: No, I like that, and I think it would be cool to also have them working the comic shop, like in the in the queue. Oh, it's a great. So, idea. like, you have like little little robot versions of them, like kind of like the queue for the Simpsons ride. Oh, that's perfect. You know?
0: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, because they have to they um, have to balance those things. They have to do do everything. They gotta do both. Yeah. They gotta run a comic book shop and be superheroes. That's that's kind of the fun of um, it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well that's that's uh <clears throat> that's amazing. Um I did not uh expect that. So that was uh that's that's really cool. my, my gift to you, Mr. Corelli. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um that was that was a lot of fun to hear. Uh I love that. Um and it's especially poignant for me right now because, like I said, I'm literally writing the series finale um, <laughs> to that show right now. And so uh, they are, the, that world is definitely in my head, like, heavily right now. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Kyle, yes. what did you make for Brian?
2: So, folks, let's take a trip over to Greenland. Which is the uh, sub uh, Subpark land that I created here For our dear friend Mr. Brian Green uh, Which uh, is a little bit different um, Than what Brian did for Scott Where it's based around a property that Scott's uh, creative Mind has come up with. Mine's based more around the Joy of knowing Brian Green as a Person. And if any of <laughs> you out there have Made friends of Brian or follow him on Twitter or Facebook or anything like that, uh, you know This is a man who is passionate about a lot Of things and uh, does not hold back in sharing His love and joy and uh, the things He's passionate about. So Brian, I tried to create Craft one kind of around your personality So I hope I did you some justice here But uh, let's go ahead and talk about this By getting into the It's, it's, it's an interesting idea for a park because it has its own Kind of main street area to it to start off with okay. So first of all we're going to walk Through the proscenium arch Into a living musical theater experience, folks. We're going to be going down Broadway. So, this Broadway experience is going to be something where, uh, as you're walking down the street to get to the attraction that's at the end, uh, there'll be like live musical performances everywhere out in the open. So, you know, two people might be interacting and all of a sudden break into song in front of you and just do a dance number there in front of you. So, like a living musical theater experience that you are there walking through. So, beautiful. uh, This is. Uh, going to lead to our, our dark ride, which is really... I have a lot of attractions, but only one real uh, e-ticket. So we'll just go ahead and do that right now. Uh, this is the Jellicle joy Joyride. <laughs> uh, so what this is... <laughs> Uh what you, what you will do here is board the Starlight Express as we take a dark ride <laughs> through a musical homage to Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber. Uh so we're going to be doing kind of a um storybook type experience through a bunch of his different uh, uh I don't I keep wanting to say plays but they're musicals. <laughs> different musicals he's musicals had are so plays. you might see like it works. Yeah, okay. So Play's not bad. Okay, good. Uh, so we'll have like a Joseph and Evita, you know, like singing about their big dreams. Uh-huh. You know. We'll visit the Phantom of the Opera and get spooked by him. But the entire thing ends at the Jellicle Ball where we will see a cat ascend into heaven. So that's our big cats <laughs> moment there. So uh, that's our e-ticket ride. Beautiful. Um, and like I said, I've we got a lot of different um, attractions we'll get to here in a second. But I also had a few other like park-wide type things okay Mm. so there's going to be a bunch of different food stands out everywhere we've got uh two versions of this one is going to be one that serves only churros and the other serves only corn dogs which uh for folks out there those are the two names of brian's beautiful puppies that he shares all over (laughs) social media so corn dogs and churros everywhere oh perfect Um, no
0: notes i love it
2: (laughs) (laughs) also every time Brian finds something new that he loves. There will be a audio message that comes on landwide in the entire Greenland. You'll hear an announcement say, "Ladies and gentlemen, Bort digs it." And whatever the thing is that Brian loves at the moment, it's gonna say, "Hey, this is what Brian's into right now." Um, Of course, these will be pre-recorded because whatever Bort digs is the thing that's on sale at the moment that we got to get rid of extra inventory out of the stores along Broadway. So, Bort all of a sudden digs popcorn, you know, or something like that. I don't know. We also have an experience called New Hat. Okay? (laughs) And New Hat is a haberdashery where the guests can go inside and build their own new flat build baseball cap. Uh, So everybody will get around in a big circle and build their own cap, and at the very end, Brian Green comes on and says, Folks, hey, that's a nice cap you've got right there, and uh, you'll be able to take out a new hat. So uh, this comes from Brian's uh, passion of buying new baseball (laughs) caps and then taking pictures of them and sharing them all over social media. So uh, you can walk out with your... Yes, he's got a new hat. And so can you, if you visit New Hat. Uh, So... Another portion of the park that I'm just calling Texlandia has a few different attractions in it. Uh, so in Texlandia, the, the big attraction is going to be Alamo Shootout, which is going to be an AR shooting gallery where you can have different tiers of the Alamo where you're defending <laughs> the Alamo against the oncoming Mexican army. So uh, this is like a virtual like uh, shooting gallery type thing okay. where you're shooting like, computer guys or whatever. And there is a way to win it if you can shoot off Santa Ana's other leg so <laughs> or his one real leg. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, let's see here. What else do we have? Da, 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 da.
1: <laughs> I would like to. I would like to plus up the corn dogs and churros by suggesting that there also be a corn dog flavored churro and a churro flavored
0: corn dog. <laughs> I love it. I love it.
2: So a hot dog that is rolled in a
1: churro and
2: served to yes. you with cinnamon on top. That's correct. That I mean, there was literally a,
0: a good place joke. There's the uh, the the churro well, dog.
1: No, no. So so the so the churro the chur, the 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 churro flavored uh corn dog would be um like you remember like when when you were in school and there was like the pancake r- wrapped around the sausage right right oh, yeah it would be like that. It would be a sausage so that it would, like, complement It would be like, it. sweet and savory. Here's yeah. the funny Disgusting, revile thing. <laughs> for years, <laughs>
0: I thought I hated corn dogs. But no, it was actually I hated those things, the sausage and the pancake, uh, because oh. I can't do sweet breakfasts. Like, I need, like, lots no. of protein or I get migraines. Uh, okay. And so oh. for years, I thought I hated corn dogs because I mixed those two things up. Interesting. Oh, okay. Fun fact about Brian. Sorry. Go on. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Maybe we'll have a loudspeaker comes on with like Brian facts like that. Like, did you know that Brian gets a migraine if he doesn't have a good breakfast? And when you hear that, you can go over, if you're on a if you're there on a Saturday or Sunday, to our restaurant, Weekend Meets, which is only <laughs> opened on Saturday and Sunday. Folks, this is a joke. <laughs> This Amazing. is something that uh, Brian has brought up to us in the past, where he is really gets down for his weekend meats, which uh, I'm assuming, I think what I've gathered here is that you buy a lot of meat on Friday, and then you guys eat it over the course of the weekend? So,
0: okay, it was early in the <laughs> pandemic. This was very early in the <laughs> pandemic, and uh, we were taking advantage of that there was no line at Franklin Barbecue. Like, you couldn't <laughs> wait in line at Franklin Barbecue. And, like, most of the time, you have to wait in line, like, six hours to get, barbecue from franklin because they're so popular but you could actually just place an order like during the like early in the pandemic when they didn't have lines anymore you could just place an order for like a week ahead of time and get like you're like 10 pounds of brisket 10 pounds of sausage Mm. whatever you wanted so i decided i was going to order some weekend meat and i even put it as my like on my notes for my order brian's weekend meat (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well if God. you're lucky
2: enough to be in Greenland on a Saturday You could visit the Weekend Meat Steakhouse And on Sunday it's converted to an outdoor Barbecue uh, Austin style smokehouse So Weekend Meat folks Don't show up in Greenland on the week uh, During the weekdays just the weekends So, uh, And that's going to bring us to our last Land which is going to be a last portion Of Greenland which is called a salute To all teachers but mostly the theater ones <laughs> uh, Which is going to be Oh wait no I forgot something excuse oh. me In Texlandia we also have the Alamo Draft House presents Master Pancake Live. So basically, we've gotten Master Pancake, which is a um, kind of like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 style uh, comedy troupe. Right, Brian? Yep. yep. They do, they okay. do it
0: live in, live in theater when we're not in pandemic times. So now they're doing it on Twitch. Go check them out. They're great.
2: Well, in Greenland, we have them on a six month residency and they're going to be doing a live show twice a day. So you can come in and actually sit through a live mystery science theater style reading, which is uh this is something that Brian has uh, uh, tweets about a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or, excuse me, post about a lot. I'll, I'll let and John Earler like know too. that
0: he has to, to move to wherever this park is going to be. <laughs> hey, it's and, a residency.
2: We're
1: paying him well. <laughs> he posts this. He posts this uh, like three, three, two to three times a week because um, they do about
0: two to three shows. <laughs> yeah, a week. Wednesday through Saturday and, is Master Pancake time. <laughs>
1: And and every day, so he does this thing, if you guys don't follow him on social media, where he says, which is the reference we were talking about earlier, what the Bort digs it. He does this thing where he says, like, hashtag Bort digs it, and if it's new to him, he'll say hashtag new to Bort. Um, and, and with Master Pancake, if he's never seen that particular Master Pancake, some of them are pre recorded, but the ones that are live and new, he will say new to Bort. But then they'll be doing something like, Just as an example, like Die Hard, they'll be like Master Pancake presents Mm -hmm. Die Hard. And then it'll say on his post, hashtag new to abort. And whenever this happens, there will be at least one person
0: who comments,
1: You've never seen Die Hard (laughs) before.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was funny because I remember, Scott, you specifically did it with Why would you choose to watch The Quiet Place? Oh, with comedians mocking it for the first time, and then I <laughs> had to explain yeah. it to you. That was the first time. Yeah, first time for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I noticed that you
1: you get this comment on every single one of these posts. I sure
0: do, Scott. <laughs> I sure do.
1: I don't know. I don't know why you keep it going. But <laughs> I would have given up a long time ago. with That <laughs> uh, satire
2: is the best way to be exposed to something for the first time. I think. Oh, so for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So the last uh, portion uh, of of Greenland is a salute to all teachers, but mostly the theater ones, which is going to be an original musical performance about the quest to teach kids coming back from learning at home. Uh, So this is actually going to feature such famous musical numbers as phone down, mask up, and uh, we don't talk about COVID. This isn't Zoom. (laughs) And finally, the the closing musical number, education is my passion, but also the Simpsons is. Uh, So that's our... Musical salute to Brian Green and of course everything has to be finished with an evening at the teacher's lounge uh, which is a whiskey and cigar bar that is uh, you will visit as you exit through a salute to all teachers but mostly the theater ones. so uh, that is Greenland I hope I did you justice there Brian by (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, a land based around my exposure to you over the last uh, two years
0: perfect Uh, my only note is uh, can we turn the (laughs) cigar bar into uh, another type of uh, thing that you inhale you know via sure okay perfect we're good there you go it's done
2: it's a california-based theme park then so exactly perfect
0: (laughs) oh amazing
1: um all right kyle oh man so uh so i made kyle's park um and what i am so this was this was tough because (laughs) here here's the thing that i know about kyle um you know he loves epcot he loves (laughs) um i i don't think i've ever known anyone who relaxes knows how to relax harder than Kyle. Um, <laughs> like it, every it's it's Saturday and he's on vacation for two <laughs> days. Um, and it is kind of incredible. Uh, and so um, I wanted to I wanted to have something that sort of paid tribute to that, um, but also uh, had a lot of things that Kyle was interested in. So. The land itself, I want to. What I'm, what I'm, I'm calling like a sort of like Diagon Alley meets Doctor Facilier, a sort of like voodoo, black magic, New Orleans culture mixed Ooh. with 19th century London architecture. Oh, I love it. Um, and and so, um, it's sort of like like a made up city. It's not real. It's like a fantasy city, <laughs> um, with like all of these like mix of of things. Um, and so like that's what the the land itself looks like. Um, our, our restaurant is a tiki bar, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, and inside the tiki bar though, it is a full projection mapping of like tiki themed stuff. And, you know, it's, it's very Trader Sam's-y, but I think, you know, Trader Sam's has been around for a while. And so this is uh, a lot more technologically advanced, um, with the projection mapping and everything else. Um, but definitely similar stuff of like people order a drink and you get like a show based on the drink um but it's a little more i think it's a little more um it's less annoying than than Trader Sam's can be <laughs> because if you spend more than 20 minutes in Trader Sam's you're like please stop ordering that drink i don't want to hear that bell again yes um, yes
2: yeah 100% yeah
1: yeah so so a little less obtrusive um a little more just like vibes uh but here's the here's the kicker. So during the day it is tiki Polynesian themed, but at nighttime everything switches to spooky shit. Yeah. Love and it. So and so suddenly everything is like spooky themed including all of the tiki drinks and everything. So there are drinks that you can only get during the daytime and drinks you can only get at night. Now, that's just the bar portion. However, if you want to, if you don't want to be on, like, a standby line and you want to just get your drink um, and, and, you know, get a seat somewhere, then what you're going to want to do is get on the boat ride that is attached to this tiki bar. Um, this boat ride is a, is a boat with, like, tables, and so you go and you order your drinks, and then you go and you sit at the table. They bring your drinks, and once the boat is loaded, it moves into a slow-moving boat ride. Um, that during the day goes into a show building that is, uh, there's like, uh, it, it's all like sort of, um, Polynesian legends and, you know, wow. these like, like Polynesian history and culture and legends and things like that. Um, at the beginning of it though, you pass by another restaurant, um, which is a luau restaurant themed restaurant that is kind of like the blue bayou. And so it's indoors all the time in the dark so that you have like a fake roasted pig with, like, the smell of, like, barbecue, um, and you, you order your food, so it's, like, a Hawaiian barbecue kind of restaurant, and then you pass by that in your boat ride at the beginning of the boat ride, like the Blue Bayou, um, on Pirates before going into the, to the rest of the, um, the boat ride that is all sort of Polynesian themed and, like, um, you know, like Maui legends and things like that. Um, but then at nighttime, the boat, there's a there's a uh, track change in in it and it goes through another show building that is all um Polynesian ghost stories. Uh, things like the night marchers um where yeah. they take you to the spirit world and uh and so it's this like spooky Polynesian stuff. Um and the whole time you're just and it's very low key. It's not like it's it's a, it's a slow moving dark ride. There isn't even any drops, you know, because You got to have your drink. Um, And so, yeah, you're just drinking. And like the ride is like 20 minutes long because it's very slow moving. And there's plenty of space between each boat because they have to load it up and get everybody their drinks. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's just a slow moving 20 minute experience where you get to like drink cocktails and look at like cool, uh, uh, slow moving boat ride, like effects and animatronics and things like that.
2: Oh my God. I love that. Just a ride that's based around just feelings and vibes and just like chilling. That's yeah. Yeah. We need that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um. And so, so that's, uh, that's, that's the restaurant side of things. And then, um, one of the, uh, attractions is that, um, you can choose to do this attraction or you cannot, but, um, there is a escape room style mystery that crosses the entire land that you Mm. have to, it's almost like a, um, uh, what is that thing called where they give you like the list of stuff that you have to go find. Um, scavenger hunt scavenger hunt so it's almost like a scavenger hunt where you're like given a clue and then you have to like solve that clue and then they give you the next clue um, and and things like that and so it's a totally like optional experience but it is something that you can do um, over the course of your time in this land and then you you um, you can end the land with like some sort of like prize that you only get for um, solving the mystery of this land Oh, that's cool Um, yeah Uh, so there's that and then um, I have two e-ticket rides. One um, is an Epcot-style, uh, like, you know, like, like uh, uh, Spaceship Earth or um, Horizons-type thing, only it is uh, the history of ghosts. And so <laughs> you, you go through and you, like, learn about these ghost stories throughout culture um, and, and it's, but it's like, it's like haunted mansion meets horizons. And it's just like uh, this, this crazy thing that ends with uh, a choice where you get to like, um, you, you get to go through like a haunted experience of like, you know, uh, one of three different kinds of cultures that you learned over the course of the animatronic portion of the ride. Oh, that's cool. I love it. Uh, um, and then the final, the final bit, um, like our sort of massive e-ticket. I know that there's a few IPs that Kyle is very, very interested in. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, um woes the fact that they don't have like a good e-ticket ride of those. Um, one of those things is alien, but I don't think we're ever going to beat the one that we made in our horror theme park. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm going back to something we haven't touched on since the re-theme this days. Um, and that is Ghostbusters. Hell yeah. Um, and so, <laughs> What I'm picturing is this is the land sort of like icon, this like massive building that sort of like looks like an old timey hotel. Um, And it starts as a haunted tour uh, where they're going through. You're going through and you're learning about the ghosts that um, have supposedly haunted this building. And uh, uh, suddenly um, something happens and the ghosts uh, get out of control. Something takes control of the building and the ghosts are now in control of it. And now there are ghosts everywhere they are um projection mapping map ghosts sort of coming in and out of walls and they're like old school ghouls where they they look like puppets and things um and uh uh, so all of this it's it's just chaos in there and so they're like well there's only one person that we can call and so they call the ghostbusters of course Mm -hmm. um the ghostbusters come in they are not in town uh so they're like i we we can't show up there fast enough and they're like well this is this is bad. Um, and they're like, how bad is it? And then they show them like, you know, you cut to like some ghost doing something ridiculous. And they're like, that's pretty bad. (laughs) Um, so they're like, okay, well we have, uh, you know, you are part of a, a, um, you know, we, we've created this, we can't be everywhere. And so we've created this thing, these like sort of like drone remote controlled things um, that we're going to use to bust these ghosts. Um, you know, you pay like a like a union fee or whatever, and then you're like, <laughs> you get one of these things so that if anything like this happens, the Ghostbusters can take control of this thing and uh, and bust some ghosts, um, like immediately. And so, luckily, the building that you're in has one of these things, um, and it is called an ecto proton car, um, hmm. and it is remote controlled by the Ghostbusters. But the problem is, they Try to bust a ghost with it, and then they realize that the trigger on the proton, um, the proton beam. What is the beam called, Kyle? Uh, the uh, ne- mm. neutron beam. Neutron? Yeah, ne- yeah, ne- ne- yeah. Neutrono wand. I think. Yeah, actually. the ne- yeah. neutrono wand. Yeah. The trigger is broken on the remote, <laughs> um, and so the only way to. Actually bust any ghost is if somebody physically pushes the button, and so that's where the guests of the tour come in and so now everybody has to load into an ecto proton car um, and there are six buttons because there are they they're sort of like one and done packs, and so the, there's going to be six buttons, one in front of each guest and as you're going through the building in this trackless dark ride, um, you're going to come across a ghost and you're as the guest, you're not going to know which it's going to be randomized. You're not going to go which guest has to push the button, but that button is going to light and you're going to have to push the button. The, and then the beam is going to shoot out and grab the ghost. And then the ghost is going to drag you through the house hmm. as you try to trap it. Oh, um, that's good. And so like recreating the feeling of like that sort of tug and war. Um, uh, uh, kind of vibes that you you get from the from the proton packs, yeah. Um, and so you're gonna you're each gonna you're gonna trap six ghosts over the course of going through this building, um, and then uh, uh, you know bust them, uh, as, the, as, the, <laughs> as the as the case may be. <laughs> That's great. Um, but yeah, that is uh, that is the the Ghostbusters ride that is like the major e-ticket at the end of this land.
2: I absolutely love it. I just, I, I can't get my head uh, off of that. Um, <laughs> the first ride, the restaurant ride, though. That's just such a, how does that not exist already? Right, but, like uh, at the Mexico boat yeah. ride,
0: you could bring your margaritas on. Oh, God. Absolutely. Uh, uh,
2: yeah, yeah. Please. Scott, show's over. That's that's it, man. <laughs> we gotta we got have this built. I love it. No, thank you. That's uh That sounds like a great park that I would, surprisingly enough, would love to visit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Amazing. Yeah. 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 Y'all, this episode um, is
0: wholesome. I love it. Like uh,
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's talk about the rest of our park. So those are three of our lands. Now, what is in our sort of like best of areas, which mm. I imagine are just going to be kind of like a hodgepodge thing. Um, yeah. But what are what are our, some of our favorite things that we've ever done on the show that we want in this park?
0: I want Scott's uh Bioshock ride. Like, That's like the, the first the thing I about portion, Wow. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Like. That's the best thing we've ever pitched on the show, I think. And it's like, you really nailed it. Uh, For for those of y'all who don't remember, like what, what was like, so you, uh, I remember going to like three different spaces, like, and it was like a connected by a ride, ride vehicle. Yeah.
2: It was like an entirely new uh, Bioshock concept that you had come up with as well, I believe. Right. Right. And then,
1: but, but because Bioshock takes place in a world of like alternate realities, alternate dimensions. Um, the main e-ticket ride allows you to cross dimensions, and so you visit um both the uh the the Bioshock Infinite world of Columbia and the rapture world of the original Bioshock um over the course of the uh uh the ride. But it, but also there's the original portion of it, which is like sort of this like Walt Disney-esque figure who creates this um world that uh at the time I think. In the episode, I called it um posterity, so that was the original the the original thing I've since actually plussed that up, and I'm like, <laughs> no, it should be called progress
0: oh uh,
1: okay yeah yeah so so I think progress is a better better name for that for that city, but yeah, the idea is that like it's a futurist um and uh he built a a, a city in space um and you take a rocket to that city in space and then um, the rest of the sort of like dimension hopping happens after that point, um, but uh, yeah, I am a big, I'm very proud of that of that land and that ride. You should be. Um, so yeah, it's very, it's it's. I did not expect you guys to name that one um, first. Uh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, I I'm going to throw uh, a hat in the ring for um for Kyle's oops all trains. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a winner. Um that uh that that we should do. Kyle, do you want to remind everybody what Oops All Trains is?
2: Oops All Trains was where Walt Disney one day had maybe too many like Scotches and sodas before <laughs> he went to bed and had this like fever dream of like what if the entire tra- uh, park was just trains? So you'd have Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean but it'd be like all trains, so the pirates <laughs> were actually trains like maybe like built out of trains and things <laughs> like that or you know haunted train mansion things like that. <laughs> yeah. So-
0: incredible
2: yeah um, um there was a on our uh cereal episode i believe there was a cereal bar that brian did you come up with that one yes that was it me was, yeah i think so i i have thought about that a lot <laughs> how much <laughs> i really want to go to like like a cereal bar where uh i think it was general meal uh, mills i can't ever say that word yeah right. my country accent comes out in general, meals, general um, meals uh where yeah, it was it was like all these different, uh, it was basically like cereals. Like, you'd just go in and you'd have cereal for lunch and stuff like that. And I, that would be really cool.
0: Nothing like, uh, you know, getting a lot of milk in before you go mm-hmm. on a roller coaster. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Hot day. Love it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Let's see. Scott's what Flash attraction, have? I think, as well.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. It was yeah. uh, the Omni mover that broke off into being the uh, trackless vehicle. Damn, right. dude. Chef kiss. mhm, <laughs> God, that was, I yeah. think,
2: also our only show that we did that had a parade, right?
0: I think you're it was right. Like the, yeah, the it Flash villains had a parade.
2: Yeah. No, we're not parade guys. I think
0: no,
1: yeah. I'm not. I'm not big on parades. I, I like <laughs>
0: the music from parades, like the Magic <laughs> Happens music, and like, like uh, yeah. all of that is great. I do not like the act of having to sit and wait for one to get a good spot. I'm um, right. Yeah. No, thank you. No, I went I man, I
1: went uh to Disneyland a couple of weeks ago. Um and there were people like sitting on the ground 3 hours before fireworks were going to start insane. Like ready to and I'm like what are you got it's Three hours from now. You could do so many things right now. And then the worst part is it was windy, so they canceled the fireworks. So they just (laughs) sat there for three hours for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I just, guys, don't wait three hours for fireworks. That's so silly.
2: Yeah. Um, Oh, my
1: goodness.
0: That's one
2: third of the line for Rise of the Resistance. They could have been spending that time better.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. when When I went, my Rise of the Resistance wait time was, 30 minutes i saw what is yeah, I, incredible
0: i saw a tweet somebody was like was you know toward the end of the night and um uh, in hollywood or not or in uh in orlando and somebody said, like it had a it was had a posted five minute wait time and it was a walk off. Wow. wow which is unbelievable to me like that is a dream yeah
1: yeah oh man um i want to let's see um What's our favorite part of the avatar the last Airbender episode because we had some good stuff in there we yeah. did
0: uh let's see i had so uh mine uh i think I had pitched a uh a, the the airbender temple that had both a like an airbender roller coaster but also had like a slow moving uh sky bison ride that like they kind of oh, like yeah. went among each other and i i think i I like that a lot, yeah. Mm-hmm. like that that's good um let's
1: see i really like my um best muppet ride ever Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh ride um the the ride that is about the muppets trying to like arguing over what makes the best theme park ride and you're going through the rides as they're coming up with them yeah uh, and then ends with like a big, like, no, we have to work together to make the best ride ever. And then, you know, it ends with them, obviously, like all singing together and stuff, like a big uh, crescendo scene at the end. Um, It's, uh, I like that one a lot. I think it's fun and would be very Muppety. I love that
0: idea a lot and it's very wholesome and had a great message at the (laughs) end. (laughs)
1: Um, I also, (laughs) I'm going to say we have two drop towers um in our park and we do we do brian diehard drop tower yeah. and we also do my uh thor ragnarok drop tower
2: oh that was a really good one yeah
1: yeah i think we just do both of them let's do it <laughs> yeah yeah
3: for
0: a while there I, uh california adventure had two drop towers so why not yeah
3: yeah
2: <laughs> I, I I do want to be able to buy the poster artwork of the concept for brian's um lucky charms uh <laughs> drop ride, which uh folks out there uh Brian yes. sent us a, a, basically a picture of a rainbow coming out of a tower. I think it was drawn on <laughs> like Microsoft paint or something a- like it that sure was <laughs> yeah oh my God. and I love that. I want to be able to buy that in a store
1: <clears throat> uh yeah um what was our favorite thing from Our Simpsons episode? Oh yeah, your your episode about the, the itchy and scratch your oh, itchy and scratchy yes. ride. Yes, the uh Oh my yeah. god, that was so good.
0: Uh, with the animatronics with the split it, narrative. Yeah, split narrative. So like uh hmm. so you could have gone one of two directions. You either went with the parents or you went with the kids. And then you had animatronics in ride vehicles. So good. Oh man, I'm wanna go back and listen to all of our old episodes now. Yeah. Goodness, this is a good
2: show I'm starting to think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is uh, this a, is this a it, podcast?
0: Man. We should make a podcast, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kyle, you
1: are in our second episode ever, you pitched the idea of the uh, X-wing versus TIE fighter. Yes. Ride, I still would love to see that because one of my big issues with all of the Star Wars rides is that like at the end of the day, I just want to be in an X-Wing. Like, I yeah. just want to be in an X-Wing. I want to ride where I get to be in an X-Wing. It's cool w- to be in the Falcon, but I want to be in an X-Wing so bad.
2: <laughs> Why don't we have that? We need yeah. that. I, I do want to point out, too, that I, I pitched that, and then a few months after that, the EA announced the Star Wars Squadrons, which the basic gameplay is exactly yeah. what right. I pitched on the show. So I have
0: that game, and yeah. I've never played it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's Yeah, so fine. Do I. Same. Because the reason I haven't
1: played it is because everyone tells me the best way to play it is in VR. Uh-huh. And I'm like, right. oh, yeah. okay. That just means I'm never going to play. it. I never probably happen. never <laughs> own the VR because it costs like four hundred dollars, right? Um, which is and get a they an way cheaper, and... overpriced. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Uh, I'm a big fan of the uh, the Stephen King ride we came up with.
2: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um,
1: oh yeah. On the on the the horror in the horrorland episode, um, I really like. Again, just mentioning it again. We're never going to top it. That's why I didn't I didn't try that alien ride that we came up with. Yes. Um, where the xenomorph like chases after your uh-huh. the xenomorphs are chasing after your car as you're going backwards. Um, oh, that's that's. And here's stuff.
0: the thing that we've recorded that before the uh, universal is it is universal Beijing has the Jurassic World ride where the, the dinosaur oh, chases right. you like in, oh, a, yeah. that's right. it like chases you in a full circle like yeah it's like on like a on like a turntable and so it's unbelievable if you haven't watched a ride through yeah. that check that out it's amazing
2: hey speaking of mind jacking ideas i do want to point out again that scott literally brought willed the muppets haunted mansion movie into existence yes. like about a week before it <laughs> nice. was announced yeah yeah that was crazy
0: oh man also, the, no the especially crazy like the especially more. crazy thing about that is we recorded that months ahead then our episode mm-hmm. was released and it was that same mm-hmm. week it was insane. Yeah. yeah um let's see
1: anything from our james bond episode that we want to we want to pull over um
2: I like my Golden Eye Hotel just as a Caribbean <laughs> resort. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I, I do really like that. I think we should pull that over for sure. Um Okay, so what about from the first listener land episode?
2: Oh my gosh. So we had Who was even on that?
0: We had cats, we
1: had magic school bus. Mm-hmm. Those are the first two that came to my mind too. Weird. <laughs> um, we had the we had the uh uh, uh The Happy Place. Yeah, or the good place the, the good place. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Um Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm uh definitely wouldn't mind some gilmore girl stuff um van gogh yeah van gogh
0: oh yeah and... we had like soaring through van gogh didn't we
1: that yeah. was cool that was let's really put that cool. in there yeah yeah that was re- you know what's so funny about that wow soaring through van gogh very similar to that traveling van gogh yes. that yeah. happened after after we pitched that
0: Who's listening to this podcast? We don't have that
1: many listeners, but we got somebody who's listening and just (laughs) taking these ideas (laughs) wholesale.
0: Like, these idiots are just giving this away for free. (laughs) (laughs) Well, joke's on you. The show's over. (laughs) Time's up, asshole. You have to come up with your own ideas now.
2: (laughs) Scott, make sure to put all of these episodes on a flash drive and mail them to yourself. And that way uh, we can see. They're copywritten. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Flawless. Um, let's see. Uh,
0: Scott, your, uh, your, our Disney princess's ride, you had, uh, uh, Princess Vanellope, right?
3: Oh, yeah. That yeah, was that fun. Was yeah. I mean, that just, that just for my fun.
0: Mario Kart dreams to come true finally. gets get to yeah. do Sugar Rush Race. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's, that's, that's good. That's a good one. Um, there was some, we had some good stuff in the, um, uh, the Disney Villains Park, right? The Dark Kingdom. Concept yeah, that was park? a fun one. Yeah, I think we had some really good ones in there too. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, I really liked the Captain Hook one. The uh, the Think Happy Thoughts, and then he just like drags you along by the from the <laughs> from his ship, like flying through London. Yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't know. We had we had some good ones. What are listeners? What were some of your uh, favorite rides and and concepts that we we came up with over over the two seasons that we did this show? Yeah, I really can't wait to hear. Um, let's see. So the last thing that we should talk about is um, our e-ticket ride of theme park. This the ride. Oh. So, what is? Theme park this, the ride. What is what is this e-ticket? What kind of ride is it? I feel like it's just got to be everything, right? It's just got to mm-hmm.
2: be. Oops, All theme park this.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just got to be. Well, I just mean like it's got to be like every kind of ride mechanic, right? Oh, there's exactly. got be... yeah. to be a water element. There's got to be a drop element. There's got to be a coaster element. There's got to be a trackless dark ride element. Uh-huh. I mean, the whole we got to get the whole thing in there.
0: Uh, we could, we could, uh, crib from the past. We could, uh, remember I had for my Animaniacs ride, I had, it was a trackless dark ride, but then you, your car like slid into a log flume and then you, when you busted out of the, the Warner brothers tower. Uh, so we have a, a a trackless dark ride vehicle that pops into all of these other different ride vehicles. And yes.
2: How about to, Scott, uh, kind of bringing from what you were talking about earlier in the episode about the projection mapping thing, uh, the guests have the ability to choose for each section the IP or theming for it. So you'll have like a few things out in front of them. They're like, you can choose one, two, or three, and whatever gets the most votes, it's projection mapped around you. So it's like, hey, we want to start off with Muppets for this uh, trackless dark ride portion. Hit this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, man, I love that. That's great. I'm sad I never got to pitch my idea for uh, Nightmare Before Christmas ride. Oh, do it now! Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I had this idea where uh, where you wit-
2: <laughs> it's your show, man. Do it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we you're literally it. never gonna get another chance, right? Uh, we we I had this idea where uh, you're in a trackless dark ride. Uh, you, you're there, are like four or five different cars with you. Uh, and then there are points where, or uh, you go into the, the the forest with Jack, and you see all of the different trees. And each of the ride vehicles goes into a different tree, into their own dark show scene, a uh, uh, dark ride scene. Uh, so you get to see the uh, the Easter Land, you get to see uh, the oh. St. Patrick's Day Land before you come back, and then you actually follow Jack into Christmas Land, and then you get to see what's hmm. this in all of its glory, it with uh, you know, with animatronics. So-
1: so kind of similar to, like, the original concept for, like, the Indiana Jones ride.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's so cool. And uh, Scratch is an itch that I've wanted scratched since the first time I saw A Nightmare Before Christmas, which was just like, what's what's in those other doors? Right? <laughs> I want to know what's <laughs> going on over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, that's amazing. I love that. Thank you. That's great. Yeah. We we um, just need get rid we need of... more like along with our Leica Land like we need more like mm-hmm. stop motion movie representation in theme parks just because they're agree. so unique visually and it would be so cool I to agree. see those on a grand scale. Yeah, no, I
1: love things like like the sort of um, like. When I think of what you're talking about, I think of like Coraline and I think about like the tunnel that she goes in, and how like mm-hmm. sort of haphazardly shaped it is uh-huh. in a way that like really only works in stop motion right you know yeah i just I would love to see something like that um oh, like in front of me, my goodness I think that would be really cool, um, yeah, okay, so yeah, I really like the idea of of sort of like a a voting system that um allows you to ride through these different projection mapped concepts that we've we've talked about over the course of the uh the show Mm i think that's fun um different ips i think that's really cool
3: yeah
1: i think that's it i i I mean i think we need i i definitely think we need animatronic us's oh please Uh, i i want that's what i
0: that's all i want in this world is to have a (laughs) robot of me (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think
1: i think uh animatronic us is for sure I think we do a theme park this restaurant that's just all puns um, <laughs> just just all puns uh nothing else and um and then uh, uh <laughs> I, I just i had a really stupid thought of like a uh, uh, you know like you get a you get a steak and you get like a cut of steak and there's one that's just called like Brian's butthole cut
3: um, <laughs> Jesus Christ
1: <laughs> and it's the most expensive steak it's like it's like a $70 steak <laughs>
2: Oh, man. Oh, my God. Well, there's so many amazing. jokes to follow that up with, and I'm not
0: going to do any of them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh,
0: man. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to miss the show, y'all. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. Um, well, and of
1: course, of course, Without the, when you exit through the gift shop of the ride, um, we will have pop figures of ourselves that you can purchase. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: It's all um, those soulless because- dead eyes looking right at you. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed. <laughs> Um.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot to mention. In Kyle's land, there definitely has to be like a a, a Hawaiian shirt. Um. Oh yeah. Shop. Oh, perfect. absolutely. Different kinds of like high end Hawaiian shirts. Um, <laughs> not that. Not that cheap stuff. The real good stuff. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: I'll act like I own those. Yes, yeah. yeah. Mine aren't from Old Navy. Okay. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Uh, but yeah, I think. Uh, I think that's that, guys. Yeah,
0: that's a show. Yeah, that's the show. Thanks again. Thanks so much.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, this has been, uh, you know, probably one of the most fun times I've ever had recording a podcast. Um, and I've done a lot of these podcasts.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: but, uh, this was, this was so fun for something that Brian and I just came up with on a whim. Right. Um, and I'm so, I'm so glad that I asked Kyle to be a part of it. Me too. And, uh, um, yeah, I just think, uh, I think we did a really good podcast, you guys um and I'm sad to see it go, but uh you know, go it shall um down the uh down the down the log shoot drop i don't know <laughs> <something>. yeah <laughs> <laughs> whatever where wherever that goes, whatever our version of a viking funeral is
2: <laughs> it's going one o one forever
1: mhm, all right, well. Thanks so much for listening everyone and um you know make sure that you well I don't know I don't know what uh I think I think Kyle might be retiring from podcasting in general
2: um, <laughs> is looking that way but i would tell people you know hey still follow theme park this on social media because i mean there's going to be a day where the three of us finally do that that group trip together and we'll probably be posting all over about it and we'll probably say hey we're coming back to do some new episodes no promises but you know i'm sure we'll we'll have that discussion <laughs> no yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know i mean yeah if if people find the show and suddenly yeah. like the numbers are are you know in like the the four or five figure range or something sure like, well, yeah, okay, sure, we'll come back.
3: Right. Um, never
1: say never. It's just like right now it's in the low, the very low three figures. Um yeah. and uh it's just just not enough. Um and I'll
0: definitely do keep doing three figure shit posting listeners. from the Twitter account. Yeah. Don't you worry.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um and uh and yeah, well you'll be hearing updates from us very soon because uh Brian's gonna be at my bachelor party Yeah. In a few weeks. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure we'll we'll post some like live videos or something. Mm-hmm. uh during during all of that um i'm going to photoshop
2: uh, myself into some of those pictures too just to <laughs> just to round out the crew yeah.
1: yeah um but uh anyway yeah that's it um thanks for listening everyone uh check out uh, check out geek by night um check out my other podcast franchiseography which i do with uh past guests of the show nick Jimenez. um and uh that's uh, a really fun show that i do over there so check that out that's we talk about um film franchises uh, a movie at a time um and we talk about the uh development and history of each of the franchises as we also talk about the movies themselves so that's a lot of fun we've done like men in black scream x-men spy kids um we are in the middle of twilight right now <laughs> uh which is a lot of fun so check that out it's franchiseography um wherever you get your podcasts and um Brian, anything else? Anything you want to plug?
0: Uh, nope. This is uh, this is about it for me right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> follow me at BoardATX on Twitter.
1: Yeah. You can hear us continue, like, doing podcasty things on the Patreon. Um, less so Kyle, but Brian and I do do Patreon stuff oh, occasionally. Yeah. So um, if you want to support, like, Dueling Genre in general, you can go to DuelingGenre.com slash support and get that. We've got a new show called Top 5 where we rank our top five of, like, a particular thing uh a particular like topic or subject or whatever um that's a lot of fun and uh i i really like that i'm excited to do some future ones with with brian we've talked about doing um top five simpson supporting characters and oh yeah mr maybe, burns me may, yeah up maybe top. top five muppets yeah. um oh. that would be i think that would be a fun one to do with brian so um so yeah i don't know uh check that st- stuff out and um We'll, we'll see you when we see you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody.
2: Bye. Okay. Thanks, guys. We love you. Bye. Bye.